Hey there, this is part six of the Itsy series about getting started with Hungarian. And we will get right on that in a moment. Well, hello. Welcome to the Hungarian Living Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Sebovas. Our goal is to discover, celebrate, and share Hungarian heritage and encourage you to do it too. We'll touch on food, travel, history, music, language, genealogy, and share stories from our guests. We're glad you're here. This is a podcast where we'll explore Hungarian heritage in a variety of ways. We'll introduce you to some fun people and organizations who love their Hungarian heritage and share some great resources with you so you can get connected to your Hungarian heritage in a deeper way. So whether you know a little or a lot about being Hungarian, this is the place to be. See ya! Welcome to the 63rd episode of the Hungarian Living Podcast. We are still talking about the Hungarian language, and we have Anna Hamp back with us today for another couple of tips. So, Anna, what do you have for us today? Hi, Liz, and hi, everyone. Thank you for listening. Our topic today is some of the unique things about Hungarian that are different from what you may have encountered studying other languages. The first one is something called vowel harmony, which means that um, most endings in Hungarian come in at least two forms, one with a back vowel and one with a front vowel. This would be things like bun ben, which both mean in, or knock neck, which both mean to, or tol tol, which both mean from. So the meanings are the same for these two variants. The difference is that one has a vowel that's formed in the front of your mouth and the other one has a vowel that's formed in the back of your mouth. And which one you have to use depends on the word that you attach the ending to. So if the word has back vowels, it gets an ending with a back vowel. If the word has front vowels, it gets an ending with a front vowel. So this is unique to Hungarian and something that you have to learn from the beginning because it affects every sentence that you might hear or say. Secondly, something unique about Hungarian is that there's no gender in the language. Uh, some languages have gender all the way down to every noun that you could say, right? A table or a bed or a chair might be masculine or feminine in Spanish or German or some other languages. English doesn't have that, but in English, we do have he and she. In Hungarian, we don't. So there is no gender at all. There is no distinction between male and female, even when it comes to people in the Hungarian language. So that's, I guess, something easy to remember. You don't have to remember he or she. It's going to be ö, and also his and hers and all of those things. There's no distinction in Hungarian. And finally, the third thing that we want to mention is that the language changes. And this is true for any language. English has changed since 100 years ago. But many of you learning Hungarian may have heard it as children from grandparents and the Hungarian that your grandparents spoke is going to be somewhat different from the Hungarian that's spoken today. So there's just something to keep in mind that some things that you may have learned as children might sound a little strange or old-fashioned to Hungarians today. Yeah, there was somebody that was in, well, they were at Debrecen or the Debrecen in Yadi Ejetem, which is the Hungarian summer school in Debrecen. And they were not taking Hungarian because they already knew how to speak Hungarian, but they realized, and they were they were in their mid-20s, but they realized that the Hungarian they knew 
like people when they were talking to them were surprised that somebody so young in their mid 20s was speaking and sounding like they were about 80 years old and so i that was that my first time running into the concept that it really does there are some changes and of course english has certainly changed over time too you just don't think about it because you know i wasn't around 80 years ago so i didn't think about it. And so it's just, it's very interesting. So thank you for bringing yeah, up those definitely. great, great points. And, you know, thanks for hanging out with us again today. And if, again, if you have any questions about how we do things in our Hungarian language classes, you can send me a message at liz at hungarianliving.com because our new classes are starting soon and we'd love to have you join us. Please subscribe to the Hungarian Living Podcast and spread the word. Do you want to learn the Hungarian language, Hungarian history, or learn how to research the Hungarian side of your family? We've got you covered. Check out all our learning opportunities, as well as meaningful books and gifts at thehungarianstore.com. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the Hungarian Living Podcast, please share it with someone you know who loves their Hungarian heritage. If you own a business and would like to talk about sponsoring an episode of the podcast, please contact us at podcast at hungarianliving.com for more information. Special thanks to Stephen Chichek and the Animal Cannibals for the show music. Check out our show notes for links to resources mentioned in this episode. If you have a question or comment, we'd love to hear from you. We'll catch you next time.